We've been talking about moving along the influence factor parenting continuum from instructing and control to a position of influence with mentoring and coaching. If you missed those episodes, you may want to take a listen. Today, we are talking about one aspect of moving from control to influence with our teens and preteens. As they begin getting involved in more activities without us, they need to be able to choose how they want to respond and then follow through with that action. So in this episode, I'm sharing an activity that we used to help our teens become more confident in their actions and their responses. And the best part is that it only takes a few minutes. It's hard to believe that it's been almost six years since my then preteen daughter and I were enjoying some one-on-one time before bed. We were discussing an upcoming event that she was planning to attend, and I asked her, what would you do if you felt uncomfortable and wanted to leave? She looked at me, and she thought for a moment before saying, um, I, I don't know. So we talked about this, and after we talked through the scenario and different options that she might use, she had a plan for how she would handle that situation. She had decided that she would excuse herself and go to a different room to call or text me to ask me to pick her up. Before I gave her a hug and said good night, she thanked me, and I asked her why she was grateful. She replied, because now I feel more prepared. And as I left her room, I realized we needed to use this role-playing game, what would you do if, more often, so she could think through situations that she might face in the coming years. This kind of snuck up on me because she was starting to do a lot of things on her own, but really wasn't in that routine yet. And so that often happens that when they reach a new stage of of maturity, kind of catches me off guard. So that's how the Wadi game was born. We gave it the name Wadi so that it would sound fun and kind of like a secret code. I could ask them if they wanted to play a little Wadi, which sounds a lot more interesting than, hey, you want to talk through some situations? So I was intentional to ask them Wadi-type questions before they encounter new situations, such as going to a party, handling their money, or being home alone. As we talk through different situations, I always let them go first and say, what do you think? How would you handle this? And kind of let them struggle through a little bit and and brainstorm. And then we could talk about it together. Sometimes I would say, would you like to hear how I would handle it? Sometimes I would say, you want to hear how I handled this and it didn't go so well? Because there's value in learning from our mistakes. Now, our children may not always take our advice. They may not always learn from our mistakes. But if they're willing to listen, I'm willing to share it with them. And some of these situations, you might be pretty vulnerable. Don't be afraid to share what you've done in the past that you're not so proud of with your kids. It can be a way to help them see that you're human too. You make mistakes and hopefully help them see how to make some better choices. We've also had some fun, um, well, I say fun, the questions haven't always been fun, but allowing my child to pose different situations. Sometimes they catch me off guard. Sometimes there are situations that I may not have been prepared to mentally go there yet with them, but they've all been good. When we let our children bring up the questions, we can see what's on their mind and um, what they're thinking about, things that they are being presented with in their lives. I wouldn't rely on that strategy and 
say, hey, what, which, what, what do you want to talk about today? What, what questions are in your mind? Because they may or may not uh, have them. They may not be comfortable sharing them. But from time to time, you might just put that out there and say, do you have a situation that you'd like to work through? I want to give you a couple of tips that really helped me as I was uh, using these questions and situations. First is not to judge your child's responses. This may be the first time that he or she has considered many of these situations. They may need to think out loud. They may need to brainstorm. They may need to say something and realize, I, I'm not comfortable saying that, or that sounds really lame. So don't judge and just use it as a brainstorming and bonding session. And most importantly, keep the discussion as relaxed as possible. This should feel like a conversation not like a quiz or a test. There's not a right or wrong answer. This is just an opportunity for them to rehearse and to practice so they can get comfortable thinking about what they might do. And a little bonus tip that I'll throw in here. There have been times when they said, I, I think that's a good idea. I can't do that. And I would tell them, I'm big enough to handle the blame. If you don't feel comfortable standing up for yourself in a situation, you can always blame me. My mom said I can't do that. My mom said I have to go home. It can be my fault until you are strong enough to own what you want to say. After we'd gone through most of the typical conversations and situations that I thought they might encounter, I tried to think of other situations, things that I had encountered in the past or more importantly, things that were happening currently that I never even had to deal with. And it was difficult to think of these situations in the moment because I was usually tired. We would often do this uh, right before bed as I was tucking them in. So one day as we were driving, we were coming home from a trip and we brainstormed a huge list of different situations that they might encounter in all different settings. And we came up with 100 talking points and conversation starters. That was so helpful for me because I could go look at the list and I could just pick one or two that we could talk about. I could look through and see if there was something coming up that maybe we needed to um, address and, and talk through before they went to that event. I want to give this list to you too, so you don't have to think of those questions either because there's no reason that we need to put forth extra brain effort in the midst of trying to transition to a mindset of mentoring and coaching and dealing with teenage hormones and all of that. So I have a link in the show notes where you can download that free uh, PDF that has the 100 different situations that you may want to discuss with your kids. This time of going over wadi discussions with my girls was not only a time to help them feel more prepared, it was also a great way for us to spend time together and to bond. And we still do this with our college-age daughter when she faces a new situation. Even I appreciate when I can learn what to expect in new situations. Your children will thank you for taking the time to help them feel more prepared and confident. They may not tell you right away, but when they look back on situations, I'm confident that they will be thankful you took this time to invest in them. 
Before we close, I want to say a quick note that next week, registration for the Influence Factor workshop goes live. If you have signed up to the workshop waiting list to be notified about this workshop where we will be talking about how to raise teenagers with grace and joy, you should have already received an email with an early bird registration link. If you aren't on the waiting list for the other workshops for this year, click the link in the show notes to sign up so that you can be the first to get notified. And if you're not already on my email list, you'll uh, have an opportunity to register for this workshop next week. Until next time, remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that you've been called to have a unique impact on the world. Let your light shine as you share your gifts, talents, and passions with the world. Thanks for joining me on the Purposeful Impact Podcast. I pray that today's episode blessed you and that you found encouragement and practical tips. If so, would you share this episode with someone else so that they can be blessed too? I'd also appreciate it if you would take 30 seconds and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. Leaving a review helps other homeschool parents find the podcast and know if it's a good fit for them. Thanks so much for helping to spread the word.